And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us. We are live from the bunker. My name is Jason Hunt. I am the editor here at Sci-Fi For Me. And I know those of you who are here on the regular, you know who I am. I know who you are. But there are people who come in here who are new. We do, uh, we do get some new visitors from time to time. And according to the Google Analytics, about 60% of the people who watch these shows are not subscribers. So new people here all the time. And we're glad you're with us. We are broadcasting live to Facebook, YouTube, and Odyssey. This show is also available as a podcast. You can find it on a number of different podcast platforms, including Amazon Music and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and iHeartRadio. So uh, there is that option. And if you do listen to this show as a podcast, we do invite you to check out the live video stream every Monday through Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. So... uh, Sometimes we have stuff in the picture that you can't get with the podcast. It's, you know, it's one of these audiovisual experiences sometimes. Such as this moment when I pull up this clock. It is another clock. Now you see all of the clocks behind me over here, over over my left shoulder here. You see these clocks. I have Pacific Time and Mountain Time and Central Time and East Coast and our our clock, our Kansas City Sci-Fi for Me time. And then the one over here on the far right is London. And I mentioned yesterday, Mrs. Boss has gone back into the office starting on Mondays. She, she's actually Monday in the office, and, and they're going to start rotating desks, which means everybody had to clear out everything of, the, of theirs and, and get rid of it. So Mindy brings home all of this stuff from work, and one of them is a clock that matches all of the clocks that are back there. And I thought, oh, okay, now we can put up Tokyo time. Except now i got to figure out where I'm going to put it. Because, as you can see, there's, uh, there's no room at the end uh, for another clock. I may have to, I may have to do some, some shifting around a little bit. But, uh, yeah, now we've got... What? What? What was that? What was that? But, anyway, yeah, now we've got a clock for Tokyo time. So, we'll, uh, we'll put that up there. I'm, I, I say Tokyo. I could do... Uh, Australia, New Zealand, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Right now it's set for Tokyo, but who knows? Who knows what's going to happen there? Uh, Speaking of time... (coughs) Before I I get to that, let me me mention here, since we are live, 
Uh, there are uh, ways that you can uh, join the conversation. The live chat on YouTube is open. If you are uh, of, a, of a mind to join us on Odyssey, you have to have a video channel established. You can have an account without a channel on Odyssey. Uh, and you could watch on Odyssey without having to sign up for anything. But if you want to comment or or, or live chat, you have to have a channel. It's part of their uh, part of their security measures to make sure that bots don't get over overwhelming. But the live chat is open on YouTube, and uh, you can leave a comment on Facebook if you want. We've also got email live from the bunker at sci-fi for me dot com, and we have a number of social media platforms where you can connect with us and we do have a newsletter that uh we'd like you to sign up for so there's all of that all of those different ways that you can participate in the conversation and let us know what you think about things give us feedback and and all of that stuff speaking of time and yes dave's dave we're talking about that whole that that timey-wimey stuff because it's one of those <coughs> Excuse me. We have, you know, guests from all over the world that come in on this show and on on Saturday morning show. So it helps to be able to keep track of the different time zones. Where are we in this uh, right now? Because London, I think, is six six or seven hours. Six hours. Well, it depends on on which which time of the year we're in. Whether we're on daylight savings time or standard time. But uh, now we can keep track of other other time zones. So looking forward to that. But speaking of time, I was up really late last night. <sighs> updating our IMDB listings for foreign bodies and salacious crumbs. And I have to get caught up on salacious crumbs because I'm very, very much behind on that one. Um, foreign bodies is finally caught up. I've got all the foreign bodies in there, but we've only got 30 episodes. So it wasn't it wasn't like it was uh, anything, you know, a lot of time. It's just the process of doing it, every single thing. you got to type it in and all of that. And Salacious Crumbs, I've got to go back in and really catch up on some stuff. I haven't even started on H2O or Good Morning Multiverse. Should, should, we, should we do an IMDb listing for Good Morning Multiverse? I mean... It's a news program. There aren't really episodes per se. We're not we're not a narrative program. We're not telling a story. I don't know. I think Nightline's got an IMDb listing, so who knows? Maybe we'll do that when there's time. All that to say that we may start recruiting. I don't know. We've got we've got so many different things uh, going on. And I know today started the trial uh, between Johnny and Amber. Where I, I'm not talking about it. I haven't followed it. <coughs> uh, that umbrella guy, Yellow Flash, Andy Signor, they've been following it and, and reporting on it from the very beginning. Uh, Tug's over on Ricada's channel today. They're doing a live stream commentary on it. I think Andrew Bronca's in there as well. And uh, Legal Bites has got LawTube, uh, the panel over on her channel, and they're they're streaming it. So there's other places where people are talking about the trial. Opening statements were this morning. And if I had been paying attention to it a lot closer from the beginning, I might feel a little bit more qualified to actually have an opinion. 
I, I I don't have the bandwidth to care. Does this is that does that make me sound curmudgeonly a little bit? I mean, it kind of does, but it also plays up the idea. It points up the 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 fact that we have limited resources here in terms of time and money and manpower. If I had somebody who could dedicate and be the the guy, the person who focused on you know the the Johnny Amber situation then you know maybe we'd cover it a little bit more and we've reported on you know any court decisions or rulings or judgments or anything like that um and we will again we will still do that but we haven't really gotten in depth in terms of a kind of a, a conversation about any of that just just because and i mentioned recruiting um you know, we've got uh, five people here right now. Uh, Dave says, I like your phrasing on that one. Phrasing on what the uh, the Johnny Amber stuff. I, I'm not sure, <coughs> excuse me, what that is. But anyway, you like my phrasing? Thank you. I like my phrasing too. I, I it's It's a phrase I go through. So, um, so recruiting, I, I don't know if, if we should be recruiting or not. I was talking to, to, to Mindy about the other day, coming, coming to the realization that if anything were to happen to me, this channel would go away because I don't have anybody to hand it to in terms of, I mean, because, you know, Mindy's got her career and she's, you know, she does this and she helps me with this, but this is not her main thing. She's got other things that she's got to do. And, oh, the bandwidth to care, yeah. And so I'm sitting here thinking, you know, there's there's no legacy here. Yeah, and we, we build it up, and we get really, really, really big, and we do our overnight success, and we turn it over, and, and Mindy made the joke, we, we get big enough, we turn it over to a board of directors, and she just sits there and, and rakes in the cash. I don't know that that's ever going to happen. <laughs> but... Uh, there are things that I would like to do with this that we don't have the manpower for, and I don't have the resources to pay anybody, so it'd be an all-volunteer thing. But if anybody is interested in contributing to the channel, uh, either by writing news articles or uh, uh, reporting on things or doing book reviews or movie reviews or whatnot, you're always welcome. And you can let us know either with a, a direct message or contact us through the dot com or, you know, send us a DM on socials or something. But it it's just I I hesitate to ask anybody to help because I can't pay anybody. And that that that's a that's a source of frustration for me. Because suitable compensation is is more than bragging rights and exposure. I don't I don't like that that being the only thing. <coughs> All right, speaking of exposure, uh it's interesting to see what's been happening with the um the Rings of Power trailer. This is the teaser trailer. This is the first one that came out and if you look here uh, the at the uh, at the counts the the likes are at one hundred eleven thousand. The dislikes are three point one million. Uh, 
This is the teaser trailer. This is the first one that came out. This is not the full trailer. The full trailer is doing a little bit better. But the teaser trailer has been ratioed to death. And I... I'm not surprised. I, I'm a little taken aback at how large that number is. I have a feeling that Amazon is facing an uphill battle when it comes to the rings of power because there are so many people now. And we could all have it wrong. But I don't think that we do. The The general impression is that this this new prequel is going to be so very little in the way of Tolkien that it's it's almost going to be a parody. So, you know, there are, there are not there are not very many people with high expectations of this thing. And the and the closer we get to it and the more we learn about it, the lower those expectations get. And this this really feels like a hot mess coming out of the gate. I don't think it's going to last more than a season, if at all. Did, did it already get a, 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 two, a season two renewal? That's right, because it's shooting in the UK. Yeah, because they're shooting season two in the UK. Because remember, they made they made all that fuss about... Huh? Yeah, because they made all that, uh, all, that me- all that noise about... You know, New Zealand getting all this money and all of this, all of this incentive and and work and jobs and such, and then season two they pulled the plug and they went to the UK and everybody in the New Zealand area is like, um, what happened? So yeah, season two we will get at least two seasons, unfortunately. But it's the way it is. Now we're also going to be getting. Our fourth season of Stranger Things. And I have to admit, as much as it pains me to admit, I have to admit I have not watched Stranger Things yet. It's on my list. It's on my radar. It's sitting there. I need to watch it. And I know I need to watch it. But... It's again, it gets back to that whole having having the time to get everything done that needs to get done. I mean, as soon as I get off the show today and get all of the get all of the back end stuff done, I'm I'm digging into taxes. And that's not something that I look forward to ever at all. Oh, 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 that reminds me though, Mrs. Boss. We, uh, the other, another thing that she brought home from the office yesterday was vertical files. I, I, I told you I was going to come up with an idea for that. So my idea for that is to improve my, my filing system when it comes to, to taxes. Let me, let me show you, let me show you currently what my filing system is. Let me, let me, let me get that. My filing system right now, so far, is a cookie tin. And as as much as as much as it's kind of kind of organized in there, it's not really. But uh, I I use a cookie tin uh, to dump all the receipts in for my expenses and stuff. And I know some people will look askance at that. Oh. 
but I could put I could put the vertical the vertical files somewhere, and one of them could be gas receipts, and one of them could be food and entertainment receipts, and one of them can be supplies like office supplies and gear and equipment. I'm smart. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I use the coffee. I use the the cookie tin. I could use. I yeah, I could put that. See, even in my old age, I have momentary sparks of brilliance. <coughs> right. All right, Stranger Things season four trailer dropped today. So, why don't we take a look at it? I don't know if we're going to be able to do this and and we we might get dinged. But we not we might not. We're a small channel. Nobody pays attention to us. So let's let's take a look at the Stranger Things trailer here. We have you've broken everything. Doesn't he sound like Snoke? A little bit. It's almost at an end. Bum, bum, bum. So we're introducing new monsters this year, this season. We have the beginning. All right, so we're in Billy, 1985, I 1986. I don't know what it is, but I've never... Never enjoyed the upside down camera shot. I, I get it. It's a it's a a visual shorthand for uh, the world has turned upside down. Things are topsy turvy. It's all disorienting. But I've never liked this shot where it starts out oriented properly and it goes upside down, or it starts out upside down and it goes for. I. This, Ever since you left, everything's It's a been dumb shot. A total disaster. I get why it's there, but it's a For dumb a while, shot. We tried to be happy. Normal. I know that's impossible. Interesting mix for Journey. you guys far from Hawkins how many remember the roller rink do you remember roller skating I used to roller skate very very infrequently but uh, not in the 1980s because I thought you'd be safe black helicopter is coming. I'm afraid your friends at Hawkins are very much in the eye of the storm. I don't have my powers. I don't know how to say this other than just to say it. Without you, we can't win this war. Bum, bum, bum. That's an awful lot of pressure to put on uh, put on a kid. I, I I get it. She's what seventeen, eighteen, eighteen years old now. 
hello, Dave. Hello, Cam, in the chat. Um, okay. It's probably just me, and I know other... Well, it's not just me. Other people have made this made this observation. But Millie Bobby Brown could play a young Princess Leia. The, the, the resemblance to a young Carrie Fisher is very sharp. It's not a, it's not 100%. She doesn't look exactly like Carrie Fisher. But at certain times, certain angles, certain facial expressions, you could make the argument that Millie Bobby Brown could play a young Princess Leia. I'm not saying I want that because I don't want that story from Disney Lucasfilm because they would botch it. I'm just saying you could do it. I'm not suggesting that anybody should do it. I'm not suggesting that Lucasfilm should give us Millie Bobby Brown as a young Princess Leia. I don't want Lucasfilm, current Disney Lucasfilm, should not go anywhere near Princess Leia. I'm just saying. She, I, I'm saying she, she looks like she could play the part. I don't want her to. Let's let's be clear about that. Now, this other thing is we can't win the war without you. There are going to be people. There are going to be people who see that line, who hear that, and sit there and say, "Hmm, Mary Sue." I don't know. I again, I haven't seen the series yet. I, I do plan to watch it at some point. I'm at some at some point. Because I grew up during this time. See you on the other side. On the other side. I was convinced I was put here for some other reason. Maybe I can still help. Even if it's the last thing I do. Flaming Spears. Interesting. People say Hawkins is now. Here's here's my question: Is that is that a flashback, or have we de-aged, uh, de-aged eleven? Hawkins is cursed. They're not way off. I think it's interesting also <clears throat> that for the bulk of this, you either have uh, the coloring in blue. A lot of the exteriors are, are lit with a with a blue filter, and some of that could be day for night. Some of it could be just, you know, that's the mood. And then you get close to the end of the trailer, and it all goes red. And there's this juxtaposition of the red and the blue together, in which I'm probably thinking it probably has significance. I don't know. 
what about says that uh, Stranger Things ended at season one? Did 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 things go off the rails at season two? What was what what do I have to look forward to here? Am I going to get myself? In, did I did I dodge a bullet by not watching Stranger Things? I don't know. I'm curious. I mean. I grew up in this time. I grew up in the 80s. I, I was I was a teenager uh, for a lot of the 80s. And uh, so it was, you know, this is this is my time. 1985, I was getting, go, uh, you know, I was in high school. And there are stories, not anything major. I didn't, I didn't do, I wasn't a troublemaker. I was a good student. I was a good kid. Um... Oh, okay. Dave's saying, I suggest watching season one. View the rest at your own choice. <laughs> what about says season three is atrocious. Cam says, uh, didn't care to watch season two. So, uh, okay. So, um, maybe, maybe, um, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I it it's it's hit or miss. I think a lot of the things that you run into because you get into something like this and with the member berries and the and the 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 um <coughs> the the callbacks to that time period if you don't do it right. Uh and and some of this could even be just as as simple as picking a song you know, if you're going to do a needle drop in the middle of the episode and you pull a song from a year that it wasn't released yet from the time period that you're showing on screen, that blows your whole credibility for a lot of people. So, Dave says, see if you can spot the Star Wars toy prop snafu in season one. All right. I now have a challenge. Uh, the depiction, oh, Camp says the depiction of D&D &D was poor. Kids' use of bikes is good. I played D&D &D in the early 80s when I was younger. I played D&D. &D, I played Starfleet Battles. I played Car Wars with my cousin. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a nostalgia factor. And I'm wondering if maybe I've been hesitant to watch it because I grew up in that time period and I'm one of those people who if you get it wrong I, I well and, and this goes back I was telling you about uh, Bowfinger we sat, sat and watched Bowfinger the other day uh, it was my first time watching it, it was Steve Martin and, uh, and, and Eddie Murphy and this crew is making a movie and <laughs> I'm sitting there the entire way through and and I didn't say it out loud. I spared Mindy the aggravation, but I I sat there throughout the entire movie and it was running through through my head. That's not how you make a movie. You can't do it that way. It doesn't work that way. You can't put the microphone there. Where is your other camera? You can't you it, that's not it uh, that's not how any of this works. And maybe I'm I'm Maybe I'm looking at Stranger Things and thinking I I might run into some of that. I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, what about says I'll enjoy season one. So 
We'll see. I, I will I will at some point, hopefully soon, I will take a look at Stranger Things in at least go through season one and and do that. So we'll see. We'll see. All right, we're gonna take a real quick break. When we get back, the most important topic of the hour National Grilled Cheese Day. Stand by. We're not puny gods, just puny podcasters. This is Sci-Fi for Me Radio. That's a really good question. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. That's a good question. That's a good question. But that's a really good question. That's a great question. When you need to know, count on Sci-Fi for Me to be there asking all of the questions. That's been a question I've been asking myself quite a lot. That's a tough question. This is a rough question. That is a that that is a deep question. Bringing you news and opinion from all over the web. Sci-Fi for Me, delivering the multiverse since 2009. Good morning, Multiverse. Saturday morning at 11, 10 Central, only on Sci-Fi for Me TV. All right, we are back live from the bunker. And... I have a status report on uh, on the recover on Tom Kane's recovery. He is continuing to uh, to progress, and uh, he's doing pretty well. Sammy keeps posting on her Instagram every now and again. We see photographs. He's he's smiling and he's he's doing all right. So uh, we continue to keep Tom and his family in our thoughts and our prayers. And every time I play anything that's got his voice on it, I'm thinking, man, I'm glad we have it. I wish we could do more, but, you know, it is what it is. So, um, but yeah, we wish Tom the best. And uh, it, it looks like he, he injured his shoulder here not too long ago, but Sammy says he's doing great. So, uh, so he's... He's doing well. I I need to I need to see if I can buy them lunch or or something. So anyway, speaking of lunch, maybe I can make maybe I can make lunch for them because today is National Grilled Cheese Day. Uh, Dave says I love the fact that you have his voiceover work on this channel. I I you know we lucked out. Uh, we lucked out on that because we had gotten we had gotten to know Tom uh, through the various different times we saw him at uh, conventions and whatnot and doing some interviews and and it just worked out and um, part of that comes from uh, having him in our uh, Lovecraft short film. And it just you know one thing leads to another and it's like hey I've got I've got, he's like yeah you know if you if you ever want you ever want some stuff you know send me a script I'll do some stuff and he he's done he's done voice work for us for I don't know f four or five years and and uh, we're very 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 grateful uh, that he that he would take the time to do that kind of thing so 
uh, <laughs> and while we were doing a statement of Randolph Carter, I got to see his his studio at home. And uh, he's got he's got a rather impressive setup. He's got a very nice setup, much much nicer than anything that I've got here. Just saying. All right, National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. Everybody is talking about Johnny versus Amber. Nobody's going to be looking at anything else today, so why not? Let's just kill some time with grilled cheese because I do every now and again enjoy a grilled cheese. And I have on this channel talked about waffles before. I mean, I guess I could spend 20 minutes talking about the apple trees that we just planted. But, you know, it's National Grilled Cheese Day. Uh, and yes, Cam, we did we did a statement of Randolph Carter. It is, a, uh, it is an adaptation of the short story. It's not completely finished yet <coughs> we've got some effects work uh that uh that needs to be done but let me let me see if i can pull this up here because uh tim tim's got it over on his vimeo channel uh let me see because we do have we do have something over there we do have it there uh, let's see if there's a search. Let's see, statement of Randolph Carter. Do, 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 do. Is that the whole thing? Yeah, there it is. We have the whole thing. All right, so here is. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this video in the chat. And then I will also put it in I will also put it in the notes for anybody who's here later. This is uh, a short story. This is a short story by Howard Phillips Lovecraft. And uh, I'm sure this will come up in conversation on the H2O podcast on Monday night because we'll be talking about Lovecraft there. But we... <coughs> Tim, Tim and I met through the Independent Filmmakers Coalition here in Kansas City. It is one of the longest-running networking groups of independent and amateur filmmakers, and it, they they are the they are the place where the original timed film production festival contest happen. You see all of these forty-eight hour programs and all of these things that go up everywhere. Kansas City's Independent Filmmakers Coalition was one of the first, maybe the first, to do the timed thing. You get 10 hours to, uh, to cast and crew and write and shoot and edit and screen a short film. And Tim and I met through the Independent Filmmakers Coalition and various different times all the time we had always talked about the fact that we we hadn't we hadn't worked together on any project until you know we were doing this with uh, with the with the channel uh, with the with the you know sci-fi for me and all of that so we decided to go ahead and put together a film we we did a short film we adapted the, the statement of Randolph Carter and Tim and I both produced, he directed, I did the screenplay, and the challenge 
if you if you're familiar with the story, the challenge is that Randolph Carter is the only person talking in that story. But it's clear that he's talking to someone, and so the 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 conceit on our film is that he's talking to the police. And so, based on how he's saying things in the short story, I sort of interpolated and and said, okay, well, if, if Carter is saying X, the police probably said Y. And so I was able to create a dialogue and craft that back and forth between the police and Randolph Carter because he's being interrogated. We that was our that was our our decision to, to make this a police interrogation because Carter is in there saying, "Yeah, I don't know what happened to my professor. I kind of do. I didn't do it, but you're not going to believe me." That's where Carter is coming from, and so. <laughs> Excuse me. So we put we put this thing together. I wrote the script. We cast it all, and we decided, okay, who are we going to get to play our cops? Because we're going to have two detectives questioning Carter, and Tom was one of them. Tom Kane plays one of the detectives in this. It's one of his few on-screen credits, and our other detective is played by Mr. Jeffrey East. You may know him as. Young Clark Kent in Superman 1978. Among other things, he's done a number of other projects. But but yeah, we have Yoda and Yoda and Clark Kent in our in our Lovecraft movie. So so there's the link. Enjoy it. It's not finished. It's uh, one one of these days we'll finish the effect shots and it'll actually be done done. But I don't know. It's kind of like what George Lucas says: there, nothing ever gets finished. It only gets abandoned and you go on to something else. So uh, one of these days, one of these days we'll do it. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good work in that. Um, some really nice cinematography. We actually did. We actually did shoot in a graveyard in January. It was very, very, very cold. Uh, I think one night it got down to like 19 below wind chill. Uh, it was it was cold, and and we did have a freshly dug grave that uh, that we used. Um, and and that was that was not creepy at all. Putting our camera person down. And a freshly dug grave for a couple of those shots. So yeah, it was it was it was it was an interesting experience to say the least. All right, so National Grilled Cheese Day. That is today. And it's Mrs. Boss, have you ever sat and watched our Randolph Carter short film? No, okay. I couldn't remember if you'd seen it or not. All right, so April 12th, National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day, and I'm looking at a number of different recipes, and I'm thinking, uh, okay, watch party. Oh, Cam is suggesting a watch party for Randolph Carter. Haven't we screened it? Didn't Didn't we show it one time on H2O? Maybe we'll do that again. Since we're talking about Lovecraft on Monday night, we could, we could, we could do our, 
thing again. All right, so according to food historians, this is this is nationaldaycalendar.com. According to food historians, many cultures around the world have enjoyed cooked bread and cheese since ancient times. The United States modern version of the grilled cheese sandwich originated in the 1920s as sliced bread and American cheese became easily available. How long is that going to last? <clears throat> Americans began making open-faced grilled cheese sandwiches. United States government cookbooks describe Navy cooks broiling American grilled cheese filling sandwiches during World War II. So how to observe your grilled cheese sandwich day. Make your favorite version of a grilled cheese sandwich. Share the best cheeses to make grilled cheese. Serve it with your favorite soup and sides. When... when when and how did it become a thing that you that you, it's almost expected that when you have a grilled cheese, you have tomato soup? I'm not a big fan of tomato soup. I don't like tomato soup. So I don't have tomato soup with my grilled cheese. But why 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 do people why why do people make that connection? How how did you come up with grilled cheese and tomato soup of all things that you could put with a with a grilled cheese sandwich? Now, I've seen a number of recipes that involve mayonnaise. <coughs> no. Uh, well, mm, ah. Okay, I haven't done it. I haven't tried it. But the, the key, they, they say, uh, in a couple of places here, they say that you put the butter in the skillet, you put mayonnaise on the, on the, on the bread, and it toasts better that way. I don't know, your mileage may vary. When I make a grilled cheese, a mustard. No, yeah. What? Why would? Why would you put mustard on a grilled cheese sandwich, woman? It makes more sense than mayo. Neither one of them. You don't put either one of them on there. Okay, so my grilled cheese, my grilled cheese sandwich recipe is very, 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 very simple. <laughs> Cam says, sounds like a divorce brewing. Oh, no. There are so many other things that could be cause for divorce that's not, that this thing is, well, that, yeah, that doesn't sound very good. I should rephrase that. M let me be clear. Mrs. Boss and I do not have any reason at all to be contemplating divorce. All right? She is the greatest thing to happen to me since sliced bread. Even better than sliced bread. What are you... <clears throat> oh, are you turning on... Oh, you, Get on my mic. Oh, you're getting on your microphone. Uh-oh. Here we go. Um, are you on your camera too? No. No? I, I just... Mean, you could put me on the camera, but I don't look very good. <sighs> Let's talk about his meat. Uh, mm-hmm. That's uh, grounds for divorce. No, it's he not. He adds insult to injury to a dead <laughs> animal. If it's not already dead, okay, you don't in need this to be lifestyle, yelling into the microphone, there, lady. All right, it's rude. It is rude to be yelling into a microphone. No, it's rude I what you that. do to dead animals when you cook them. <laughs> he turns. You know how they have those pictures where it goes from pretty pink to that color. He goes beyond that color. Like I his color not, scale. I do keeps not overcook and going. Yeah. And going. Now, I'm on the other side of this. I like to chase my meat around the kitchen as I'm trying to eat it. No. 
if it's not crying when I cut into it, then it's overcooked. However, he just, and even the kid has come and started supporting me on this. Well, the kid and I have some disagreements about things anyway, so. Okay, you guys eat the exact same thing, except he uses ranch dressing and you don't. Uh-huh. Wolverine and he's says, actually learned about mustard, which Wolverine, Wolverine 66, I don't think you can even grill ham and cheese with mayo. I don't think it's safe. Um, I don't know about the safety factor. I'm thinking about the ick factor. Oh, that would be actually kind <clears throat> of interesting. See, my thing is, is when it comes to mayo being hot, I like having... Um, like Philly cheesesteak sandwiches, but I like a lot of mayo, mm. like a lot of mayo, and the heat, the hot meat, and you know any peppers or whatever has to be on the mayo so it melts yeah. into it with the cheese on top of it. So I like mayo. I like hot mayo. I like hot runny mayo. So, but on a grilled cheese, I don't know if I could go for that one. That, that, that's weird. But no, just a little bit of mustard. And you have to understand, whenever you mention a food that has any type of condiment, just don't even look at him because he I, does. I don't, I don't do condiments. The closest no. he gets to a condiment is he will put salsa I, on I, his chips. I, I and put on occasion, he'll put salsa on a burger. Well, see, to me, if, which is plain, if you're doing if you're doing anything like that, you know, as far as like spices or seasonings or whatnot, you do that while you cook it. And I and I do use seasonings when I cook. I you know he, I use salt and pepper and, and garlic salt and onion and you know, whatever, whatever you know whatever I think is going to be good for the good for the for the uh, for the outcome. But see, you have. Me, who's a complete foodie and willing to try anything and everything. See, that doesn't once. make you a foodie. The fact that you will eat anything But I'm willing make to give foodie. it a try, and I'm willing to mix weird things. Like, there was one time we went to a place, and I had a uh, burger yeah. that had sriracha on it. Okay, nothing big. But it also had a thin layer of peanut butter on it. And when you put it all with everything else... I mean, it's pretty much like having a see, pot tie hamburger. This is, this is what I'm I have looks. to live with. This now, is see, with him, with. I could go into any restaurant and order for him and know that I'm going to win because this gentleman here <laughs> eats the exact same thing. I, I do have I do have a, a discriminating palate. <laughs> <laughs> so when we pick out the plants that need that we're looking to put in our garden, that's a lot of things called vegetables and such and it's not so much oh we got to do this or that it's like hmm. will you actually eat that wolverine says ham and cheese with mustard is like pineapple on pizza forbidden don't even go there it's because i like pineapple on pizza <laughs> my if i'm gonna have like a Domino's, he yeah. loves Domino's. if we're gonna have Domino's, i do just pineapple on it cam says i'll eat most anything but i like certain things more and, and you know and i'm i'm maybe well, he won't eat. Anything, I won't eat almost anything. I'll, and you I'll like eat, er, certain things only. Yeah, I'll eat certain things a certain way. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> like I, mean, I said, I can go into a place and order for him, and I know I'm going to win because you could you, say you're a meat and potatoes type of guy, but you you're can, more of a okay. cheeseburger I will, plain. I will. I will. Swiss. I will yeah. I will end this this <laughs> discussion thread with this. You can wake up 
any day of the week and you know that you will win because I'm around. Uh, ah. see, okay, who was I talking to earlier about those dad jokes and the, 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 yeah. That's not a dad see, joke. Oh, no, that's no, no, no. A, that's I'm just talking about the cheesy lines. Yes. Speaking of cheesy, all right, I'm going to give you my, my recipe for grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. Did you tell them how I got people to win tickets to go see Barry Manilow because of their cheese, grilled cheese no, day? No, I, I don't think that we've ever discussed that. Because I helped. I gave some random grilled cheese information to some of Jason's friends. Um, you know that because I talk with them too. Because I'm the cool one of the pair of us. Yeah. And they, uh, the his wife Tammy's out there and called in a radio station. This is out in Los Angeles. Was able to answer the question and won tickets to go see Barry Manilow, which I was extremely jealous because I am a fanalow. Have fun. And with that, here is my recipe for grilled cheese. Bread, cheese, butter. It's 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 very, very simple. Now, if Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Cam, Cam, them fighting words. Cam one with three says helping someone to a Barry Manilow concert is like helping someone into a lifeboat with a hole in it. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I just read it now. And it's, and it's those kind of comments. You're probably safer putting that into a super chat to guarantee I'm going to read it because otherwise I look at this something and I think this is going to get me in trouble later, but uh, I don't know, but <laughs> can I, can I now accept my ban from the channel? I'm not going to ban anybody from the channel. We need all the views that we can get. <laughs> Speaking of which, speaking of which, it's interesting though. I'm looking at the analytics on the on the YouTube, and our view count is relatively the same as usual, but our watch time is up, which means we've got about the same amount of people watching the stuff that that we put out there. We've got about the same amount of people coming in and and watching our videos, but they're watching it for longer, which is good to see. You know, I'm I'm gonna take that as progress because otherwise I could dive into a deep dark depression. Anyway, all right, gr grilled cheese. It is better to do thicker bread like Texas toast, but if you don't have it, it's not it's not critical. I generally will toast my bread first in the toaster. Not fully toasted or, you know, toast or anything. I'll put it in the toaster for a little bit because that solidifies a little bit more and it holds up better. Otherwise, if you use too much butter, your 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 toast could start to to deteriorate as it gets as it gets looser in the in the in the grill. But you use a cast iron skillet. This is key. Cast iron skillet. So you toast the bread, you put butter on both sides. You put it in the skillet to melt the butter, just enough to melt it, not not cook anything. You're not you're not browning anything yet. Then you put two slices of American cheese in, not Velveeta. American cheese. You can put Swiss cheese in there as well, but you got to have American cheese in there as the base because it melts really well, and any other cheese that you put in there 
will will that will catalyze and it will melt with it. So you put the you put the American cheese in there, you put the put the bread together, and you and you do it on your you know, on the skillet, and you you press it press it just a little bit with a spatula just to just to make sure it's all connected and fused together. You don't mash it down. You don't want it to be flat. You don't want it to still have its shape. But you just just press it just a little bit, medium heat on the skillet. And then you flip it on occasion and make sure it browns nice and clean on, on both sides until it's to your liking. And then you take it off and you eat it. And if you want to put tomato soup with it, I guess you can. I, I've, I'm not really a big soup guy. But, you know, to each their own. <coughs> and that is that is national... Grilled cheese sandwich day. I, I've I've come. I've seen a number of different uh, recipes, and I I don't know. Yeah, I guess you could put some stuff in it. I ran across one. They put caviar on top of it, and I'm like, no, no, that's not. You don't do that. Um. So it's yeah. Grilled cheese is a good comfort food when you're when you're feeling poorly you know take a mental health day fix you a grilled cheese sit in front of the tv and watch super friends right all right that's going to do it for us today thanks very much for being here everyone and participating in the chat if you are here in uh, memorex mode you can leave your comments and uh, if you want to leave us uh, suggestions for topics or guests, you can you can always send us feedback by email as well. Live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com. Uh, coming up this weekend, we've got a brand new Good Morning Multiverse Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, followed by a new Forward Bodies at 1 p.m. Eastern. All of that coming up uh, this weekend. And then Monday, like I mentioned, Monday night on H2O Podcast, we're going to be talking about the legacy of H.P. Lovecraft talking about the influence that he has had on uh, modern and current storytelling, horror storytelling as well, but not just horror. And then next Monday, not the 18th, but the 25th, is 300. It is the 300th episode of the H2O podcast on Monday the 25th. And we are going to be talking about the movie 300, which I have yet to see. So uh, we're talking, uh, we're trying to figure out what we're going to do with that, whether it's going to be just a discussion or if we're going to hit play and watch it in real time during the show. It's not available as a watch party on Twitch, so we wouldn't be able to actually show it on screen, but I'm not sure... I'm not sure how we're going to do that yet, but on the 25th, it's our 300th episode, we're going to be discussing the movie 300, and then the 400th episode of this show is coming soon. This one right here is, what, 397? This is 397, so we're three away. So tomorrow's 398, Thursday is 399. And I heard from a number of you yesterday, because we were talking about the fact that Mindy's not here on Monday. Monday would be our 400th. But we're going to take Monday off so I can finish taxes. And then 400 on Tuesday next week, April 19th. 
will be our 400th episode of Live from the Bunker. And we're doing that so Mrs. Boss can participate. I'm going to send some invites out and we'll see who else shows up. Because we're going to celebrate a little bit. Maybe we'll even give away some stuff. So tune in for that. In the meantime, check out any of the rest of the videos here. Give us a thumbs up on your way out. And I do have this request. Those of you who are still here, share the links, if you would. I know Mazerus has done a pretty good job of that. And, and part of that is he's got a wrench now. He does it. But he got a wrench because he was doing it before. Um it, it, we, we would like to grow our audience, and we don't have the money to spend on ads, so we rely on you to help spread you know, word of mouth and, and sharing links and stuff. So if you want to do that, that would be most appreciated. And we will do this all again tomorrow. Don't forget that we do have uh, all the different social media channels that you can connect with us there. There's 10 of them, the different uh, different video channels. We do uh, encourage you to check us out over on Odyssey. Sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to throw some money our way, we've got a couple of ways you can do that. The PayPal tip jar and the Subscribestar account, which I need to do something with. We also have a Discord server, and i got to do something with that too. <sighs> too many hats to wear, not enough time. It's not easy being the boss, <clears throat> but that's okay. We get through it. I will leave you with this. It's not easy being cheesy, in the words of Chester Cheetah. It's not. That, that's, you know, it's just not. All right, folks. Thanks very much for being here. Remember, there are four lights. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2022 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.